Hi, I'm Serena Vincent, and you're listening to Draw One Last Breath. One last breath. My name is Matt. And I'm Paul. And welcome to our sixth episode. On today's episode, we went to the cinema and watched The Meg. Our movie from the vault is The Reanimator. And also, we are going to do our topic of the week, which is best horror deaths. Best horror deaths. Something to scream about. Best. It's going to be a good one. Good yeah. one, even. So, how you been? You been all right? Yeah, man. I've been watching some um, other movies apart from our. Uh... Our big review, I've watched a couple of um, movies on Netflix, um, watched The Leatherface, cool. which was um, which is pretty good, I quite liked it, Cool. it's different, and then um, I watched, uh, finally watched Green Inferno, nice, which yeah. you've been banging on about for Did ages, like it? it's the Eli Roth isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was dark, and yeah. it was had the woman from uh, Knock 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 yeah. on it as well, in it as well, it was, it was decent. Dodgy acting, but good effects. Yeah, dodgy acting, but yeah. just a sick concept, so I quite yeah. liked it. Greg Nicotero from Walking Dead did uh, a lot of the effects on that as well. We can tell. Yeah, it's, it's a good watch, that. It's a good watch. I've got a couple of other things, actually, that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw, I don't know if you saw it, but I saw the new trailer for Slaughterhouse Rules. No, I Which brings back, well, brings back together um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Oh, is there a trailer now? Um, yeah, there's a proper trailer. And um, it's started to get a little bit of advertising because it's out, um, out in October. So it's out this year. And is, it, is it like a spoof comedy kind of thing or yeah. serious? Think, think Hot Fuzz and stuff like that. Okay. It's set in school um, from what I can tell. And it's like got a, hell, a big cave or a hell's gate and stuff. And monsters come out of it and stuff like that. Cool. So yeah, it's going to be proper proper good, I think, um, along those lines. So that's one that we definitely have to review for a future episode. Yeah, future I'm up for that. Definitely. I also saw, um, I thought it was a poster at first, but then I <laughs> dived into it. A little bit further, mm. and found a trailer for a film called Lizzie, which is all okay. about the Lizzie Borden's got an axe. You remember that sort of poem it's from school? Lizzie Borden's got an axe. No, and... I didn't do that at school. Um, I went to like... crap school. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Bloody Kingsdown or wherever it was. Churchfields. Churchfields. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Say no more. So Can't yeah, go. but it's got Chloe Savini and oh. Kristen Stewart in it. Our favourite oh. tweeny vampire girl. It's just down my expectations now. Wow. You know, it's bringing a little twist to the story. Okay. If you don't know it, you might have to, have to do a bit. It's, there's got a few st- short stories on it. Because um, there was a recent um, TV show okay. on it as well called Borden's, I think. I haven't checked it out yet. But um, the trailer looks looks good and it's an interesting um, like take on it. And okay. Chloe Savini and Kristen Stewart end up very close. Okay. So um, Interesting. So that could be interesting. So yeah, watch out for that. It's got a September release. So that's got to be a future... If it's a cinema release, which I hope it is, so I have to keep an eye on it and find out if that's coming out or sure. do that for a future episode as well. Because I like, good, I like the look good. of it. Yeah, that's pretty much what all that I've got. So there wasn't like a great deal um, mm. of stuff. What about you? Um, there's a couple of things actually. What's your news? That, what? <laughs> What's your news? <laughs> What's your news? Um, there's a, a couple of bits. Uh, kind of not film related, but you know what I'm like with my uh, 
toys and collectibles and figures and stuff. Yeah. Um, Funko are bringing out a really weird range. I don't think I like them, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. They're doing like this weird range, um, and in the range is going to be Leatherface, Jason, Freddy, Pinhead, Michael Myers, and they're coming out in September, but they're like figures, but they're done like He-Men. Like they're oh. big and muscly. Okay. It's a bit weird. It's a bit of a weird concept. I, I, I mean, I think they're just trying to like, you know, trying to get some different sales. angle, and like they yeah. do with the daubs and stuff like that. You know, I really you know what that. horror people like? They collect pretty much anything, but these just look a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. There's Funkos, but these are just stretch. But they might kick off. They might be a phenomenon. I don't know. But they look a bit weird. I'll post the picture on Twitter so if people want to have a look at it. But it is a bit strange. Um, also, on the same kind of front, Funko bringing out, I don't know if you saw pictures of the new Funko Predators. No, I haven't. For the new movie and stuff. I'll be, I'll be cool. having a I'll have, I'll have a look at those after. Yeah, they're pretty cool. But there's one that worries me a little bit. Um, because uh, our mate Geordie Paul texted me a picture of it and said, I'm not sure about this. And I was like, I'm with him on this. Uh, what there's, there's like a predator dog. Right. And that, that worries me a little bit. That means there must be some kind of predator dog in it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Unless it's just a one they made. But they normally make things that are actually in the movie. Okay. So, yeah, because they me. do spoilers sometimes, don't they? Yeah, that worries me a little bit. Um... Other than that, um, there is rumours about some 4K being released of horror movies because we haven't really had any 4K Ultra HD in ho- horror yet, released that many. Okay. But possibly Evil Dead's going to be released, Halloween, and definitely on the card is Alien. Um, nice. It looks like April 2019 they're all coming out. And it's um, the Alien one has got a, a steelbook as well. It looks quite nice. I might have so to that's, pick that up. That's not 100% confirmed, but... Uh, that's interesting that horror is coming out on a 4K, which is good. Um, and the last bit of news, which I thought was quite interesting, uh, I don't know if you noticed on our Twitter, somebody posted an article, I don't I think it might have been bloody disgusting that it was on, but about the 10 great horror movies from the 90s that you may have missed. Right, okay. Um, I clicked on that and I read through them and they're very much right. I haven't actually seen any on the list. I think I might have seen... I'm sure you've seen one. Because I'll read out the list and see okay. if you haven't seen them. But Man Bites Dog. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that either. Uh, Two Evil Eyes, that looks really interesting. Cool. The pictures. Uh, Mr. Frost. <laughs> <Never heard Okay>. <laughs> Popcorn, that looks really weird. That's the one with the weird face, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Resumented or something like that? Resurrected or something like that? Resurrected. Um, the Necromo- Necromonicon. Necromonicon sounds cool. Yeah. And then The Nameless. Okay. Um, Dark Waters. And The Pit and the Pendulum. You, okay, I've seen, seen Pit, I've seen Pit and the Pendulum. Yeah, I've seen that. That's okay. the only one out of the whole lot. <clears throat> so right. that's some interesting... So that they're, they're all to added to the list. Definitely Necromonicon. That sounds really cool. Yeah, we have to, we have to like um, check some of those out because it got a few people chatting about it. Um, but it's quite interesting how many I haven't seen. I'm surprised at that. I mean, a lot of people say 90s went, went a bit rubbish, didn't it? But yeah, which is why I'm not too upset that I haven't seen them. But yeah. Man Bite Dog, Man Bites Dog um, is one that people on social media do go on quite a lot about, so that's probably worth checking yeah, out as well. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, so I thought that was a bit of interesting uh, stuff from social media, but nothing else really on the news. There is one thing, I, hopefully, I don't know if you checked it out, but mm. I did, Mark Commode's um, Secret Cinema. Yes, um, I have seen uh, one of these. It's recommended by 
the podcast skip to the end which you told uh, which you told me about and um they recommended it a couple of weeks ago so mm. i checked out the one on it's on the iplayer isn't it yeah i checked out the one on a uh, coming of age movies and then the, this week of course very apt they had the horror yeah one. i know what's going to be his favorite horror he didn't Mark really... always bangs on about the exorcist he doesn't really um does he i don't think he really like says anything about his hor- his favorite horror movie oh, does he, not? he does but i can't um but uh he dissects loads of different movies and he mentioned it and the best thing that i saw out of all of it and i think it's getting a bit of pace in terms of people watching it mm. it follows is on there and oh, so he great. goes so i'm really hoping that more oh, and more good. people go and watch that because i love that movie yeah, it's a great movie great great movie all right then that's if that's we all we got <laughs> so you've got to um introduce our movie that we saw at the cinema this I week then. do indeed sir i do indeed um so we went to the cinema and of course we went and saw the Meg. There's a monster outside. What you people discovered is bigger than we ever thought possible. How big is that thing? It was the largest shark that ever existed. A living fossil. Thought to have been extinct over two million years. Wrong. Megalodon. He's kidding, right? Fuck yeah. So, I've got a little synopsis, really. Not much of a synopsis, but it's the best <laughs> thing I could come up with. Jason Statham and a big-ass shark equals this movie. Pretty pretty, pretty good, much. really. That's pro- <laughs> I don't think I could have done it really any better than that. Oh, I drew a little picture of a... Uh, a I mean, it looks... A bit it like kind of looks like... Chestburster. Yeah, it looks like kinda. the wormy thing from... Um, Oh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, yeah. yeah. It does. It's pretty good. It's got Quite a wh- ugly. don't really know what happened with a the fin at the end there. Maybe a tremor. I think this would be the highlight of the review, really. I'll post it on social media <laughs> so everyone have a look at it. I mean... It's atrocious. I so, loved it. I, I got to go... So, Jason Statham in it. Um, it's it's a movie that's um, loosely based on a, a group, set, group set on a novel. Yeah. Very loosely. That's in what the it no- says yeah, yeah. In, the, in the novel, basically, um, there is a character which uh, Jason Statham plays called Jonas in the book, um, and the same thing happens. They do go into the as they go down and rescue it from the Marinara, Marinara, Mari- Oh my God, I can't say that word. Mariana te- Trench. I hope oh, I said okay. that right. And um, uh, they do follow back up when they come back through the little, the little heat heat thing which they did in the movie mm-hmm. so they did follow it from scientifically from the book they did that and there is a male that comes up and they kill the male uh, and then there's, other, and then there's a female that comes and eats the male right okay. and the female is pregnant now we didn't really it definitely didn't touch upon that any the the the, the female pregnant oh by the way we're going to spoil this but i don't think spoiled. you can really spoil this movie mm. because it's awesome i would um definitely recommend Everyone go and see this summer blockbuster. And it is a summer blockbuster. When Jaws came out, there was also a summer blockbuster. I, I, I this I question some of the whether we should should or shouldn't have done this for a horror podcast. 
it's very action-packed. I mean, I don't care because it's a fucking shark movie. Sure, but I mean, now I think of it, I, when the age rating came up, I didn't even realise it was 12A. Yeah, that was and a big that, disappointment. That was disappointing, really disappointing in my eyes. Yeah, I am. Um, as soon as I saw that, I'm thinking, right, this isn't going to be um, the shark movie that I've all that I wanted it to be. Yeah, I thought they were exactly. going to take the complete, take all the the horror out of it, um, completely, which they think they did. There's a few jump scares mm, in yeah. it, and um, there's a bit of gore. Um, I mean, there's a nice touch with the, uh, yeah, there's a bit of gore. But it's nothing on the lines of say, I mean, if you you look at the last couple of years, um, you had the shallows yep, with Blake Lively, which was brilliant. incredible, and that's got a real level of suspense and um, horror to it. Deep Blue Sea has some elements of suspense and horror, but I'd say again, Deep it was Blue more sea of an actiony. Deep Blue Sea is more in the same vein as, same as, as Meg. As Meg, definitely. But I'm sound like I hate this movie so far. I freaking loved it. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's it's a no brainer movie. It's a popcorn movie. It's like massive, big budget. It it entertained me most of the way through. Yeah, it's got unbelievable bits in it. Yeah, is the the cast isn't that great. They're okay. But they knew what sort of movie they were in. Yeah, yeah, totally. They knew they were in a daft shark movie. It doesn't go as far as it's um say like Sharknado and all the crappy all the sort of I think the ones that I think are good and are crap <laughs> that are on the sci-fi channel, but it doesn't go as far as that. They've got the budget. They've got 130 million pounds to spend on this movie and they freaking spend it. Well, the mm. shark <clears throat> and the sharks, sorry, sharks. There's a spoiler. It's sharks. Meg. Megalodon. Yeah. Not sharks. Yeah. Well, right. the, Meg, <laughs> the Megs that are in this movie are incredible. Yeah. That, they the are C- good. The CGI is incredible. We thought that like last year when we saw the shallows, I thought the CGI was good with that. I really like, uh, yeah, I mean, I really, really like The Shallows. But apparently the lot, a lot of the movie, uh, money on this movie was backed by Chinese uh, beneficiaries. So a lot of it was, a lot of money was put in by them to make the movie. Because right. there's been, apparently I've, I've read there's been loads of different times where this script has been written and rewritten and picked up by different studios and it was meant to come out like, wasn't years he, ago. Eli Roth involved with it at some point yeah, as well? Yeah, see, he was on board with it and directing it, but he left because of creative differences. And th- his biggest problem was that he wanted it to be R-rated and they wouldn't let it, so he left. Which, they they which wanted, a, they, like, they wanted a, a accessible exactly. summer blockbuster. Yeah, and they I wanted think, bums on seats, basically. And looking at the the money that they're making at the box office, I think they've done they've done exactly what they wanted to do. Oh, yeah, the PR company know what they're doing. Oh, it's on the time. sides of buses. It's Jason Statham. <laughs> he gets people on seats. The best way I can kind of like put this forward like, is that this is for the masses. It's kind of for the same kind of audience that would go and watch kind of fast and furious or something like that yeah that's franchise yeah that is a really good shout you know what i mean like everybody like kids i'd say up to a certain age and uh their mums their dads and and then everybody else just wants some people just want to go for a bit of fun I, I, i i sound like i'm down on it but i did like it and it kept me insane the whole way through because i understood what type of film it was from the start i knew it was tongue in cheek i knew it was a good just in like a good kind of storyline on it like not you know a fun it was story line. it was full-on i mean this guy yeah. this doesn't need any advertisement for us because i think it will it would do, do i think people are going to go and watch this movie so 
you don't need to push this movie onto anyone no, no. people are going to go and watch it but at the end of the day i've been waiting for this movie for about a year because i am a massive fan of like shark movies jaws yeah, is my favorite like movie and horror movie of all time yeah we know that uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes it's first um so i i will watch any shark movie that comes out i mean sure. speaking of which you know, Sharknado Six is due out. Isn't to, there like um? Today. There's another one that you're gonna love, and it's like called Santa Shark or something like that about a shark that goes around with a Santa hat on its fin, killing people. Incredible! Uh, I've only just be, learned about this right from you. Up your street. Yeah, I'm all over that. I mean, I've watched. I've watched to the point. I've watched one called Avalanche Sharks, which was about um, <clears throat> some snowboarders who disturb an ancient Indian burial ground. Nice. And they set these ghost sharks in the snow on them can i just uh add a little one in here there's a, a little film coming out hopefully well apparently this year called sky sharks is, is it actually going to come out apparently yeah <laughs> now this is a movie where me and paul went to fright fest one i don't know what was it two years ago three three years ago was it really three, three or nah. four it was three years ago really yeah wow three years ago then um, and there was a director there and basically we're in the lift in, in the lobby as you go in and they were like, anybody that wants to be part of a movie, come into the lift lobby, lift lobby, the lobby at um, like two o'clock or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. So we thought, well, let's go and have a look for the crack. And there was all these cameras set up and everything. And they said, action, we were meant to run out of the middle, in the middle of Leicester Square out of the cinema where we were at Fright Fest at. And literally run out into the into Leicester Square screaming, but looking up at the sky, pretending that there was sharks in the sky. Yes. <laughs> Hence, sky sharks. Um, but it was a good laugh because they made us do it like three times or something like that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's our moment in the sun. I mean, I, you know. You know, I think we'll, get, we'll definitely get credit. Two men running out of cinema if looking they, at sky. If they include <laughs> that scene, yeah, right, I'm telling probably, you now end up on that we, that we will talk about it on this podcast. Mm. And it will get a 10 out of 10. Sky Sharks. <laughs> Coming to a probably straight to DVD near you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Or Mark in basement. Uh, I'll be on Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, back, back to Meg. Back to the Meg. Well, you know, we can talk about other shark movies. This is just fucking was there, balls was, to the wall action. Was there any standout scenes that you liked in this? I'll tell you what, I, I nearly I nearly had a little tear mm. and it got me. That's when I knew, the, that's when I, knew when I liked the movie big mm. time. When the... We first see the Meg, yeah, and you see it, it's in the trailer where it like with those big jaws, it comes to that little girl and um, it sort of grabs onto the glass. Yeah, I, yeah. When they come down and like look for her after the there's some alarm that goes off, there's the the whale in it, the mm. little the younger blue whale that they that that was that w- they were like looking at earlier, mm. and it's like where's Lucy? They say, and it's the where's the mum? Yeah, and then. The, fucking meg comes and eats the bloody other blue whale as oh, well and i was like yeah you bastard okay so that's the now it's enemy it's number one two, it? like, there's no there's no like caring for the shark after that or this yeah. meg it's like i want that thing like guts and glory so yeah that was a little bit of a choke moment um but yeah probably the the best bit of the movie is when we're is the, is the beautiful twist i mean I, I obviously saw it coming. We knew there must have been another one. They couldn't. Oh mate, I saw it coming a hundred miles away. Yeah, when they kill, they kill the first Meg. Yeah, and um, so they were they're... setting it up as well, weren't they? Because that guy's on the edge of the boat <laughs> and he's taking it. He's like, oh, put your head in its mouth. And you think it's going to go over two two ways. It's either it's quite clever if you think about it. It's either going to come back to life or be alive still. Yeah, like in deep, like in Deep Blue Sea, where yeah. it, like 
it wakes up and it or takes an arm. He's gonna like literally fall in. When he fell in the sea, I was like, nah, there's another one, obviously. He's going. Yeah. And he went and there's the obviously it must have been the female, so they must have been following they never mentioned sex of the the Megs. No, uh, they not don't once. Um and but this thing just flies over the boat, grabs the uh other shark and um yeah, te- the boat just so like, capsizes and he starts stalking them. Mm. I thought that was brilliant. My my favourite scene, hands down, is um, they end up tracking it and um, ends up going to kind of I can't remember what it's called, but the the bay where all the where in China where all the people are out swimming. Sanyang Bay or yeah, something. Yeah, like and the, the, my favourite bit is a little chubby kid with the ice lolly <laughs> and just goes out. And it, it, there's obviously loads of nods to Jaws in there with the whole him going out into the like, yeah. It just there's loads of little. Bits that was in quite there, nice actually because yeah. it was like the scene where. If you've seen Jaws, there's um, the kid with the lilo who yeah. um, uh, who, bite, who bites it. He uh, who gets it in the uh, movie. Um, he asks his mum if he can go out, mm. and um, obviously he gets eaten. In this one, it doesn't happen. We don't. We don't get to see the little. Um, no, the little chubby kid. I liked him. He was funny because like the whole time he's like screaming his head off, and then right at the end when the shark buggers off, he's. Gets his lolly back out, sticks it in his gob, and goes off on his way. I mean, we've got to understand. The, the Best me- actor in it, yeah, mate. Yeah, and the little girl. Yeah, the little girl was calling it. But the Meg is massive. So the Meg could swallow probably, I don't know, 10 humans probably, yeah. in one go if it big, wanted to. Yeah. And it does go through a few of the ones in the scene. That kind of scene, I wanted more. You know, that's I, the thing. That's I needed, the thing that, if it was going to be, if it was going to be Eli Roth movie. This is the problem the, I've got the, with it. They would have all... Like, they They can't show much their hands are tied it's like they can't there's no blood there's no like limbs floating around there's no like heads off there's no like and there aren't a lot of jump scares either really no and the the the, you 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 forget about one limb there was one limb so the the bent the not what do you call it it's not benefactor but whoever's given him the money um oh the millionaire guy the millionaire the billionaire guy billionaire billionaire guy the guy from the office yeah, I can't remember his name, but yeah, the guy from the office. Um, he is going after the shark. Wayne Wilson. Ah, okay, cool. He's going after the shark, and um, he gets left behind, and he's on this decaying whale, and oh, then the shark like takes him and it cool. leaves his hand. Yeah, yeah. So that was like a nice, yeah. Yeah, I did like that bit. That Again, was, obviously cool. from George, you get a, a severed head that comes out and scares the living crap out of the whole yeah. the whole all, cinema. All the so. Time. All time, it always yeah. works. Never matter, no matter how many times you watch that bit, always scares you. Always. But it was just good fun. I mean, the, I can't. There's no point in talking about. Like, I don't think there's any t- standout performances. The little girl was kind of cool. Um, Jason Statham was, Statham. Statham was just his awesome like self. Um, I thought Ruby Rose was rubbish. Didn't really. Mediocre. Yeah, but it's, didn't really, it didn't make it didn't really matter. Nothing matters. No, the only thing I felt that they tried to ram down your throat a little bit, and this is what worries me about it, is just like, it makes me feel like they're going to try and make a franchise out of it because they kept talking about the relationships between the people. Like, oh, he meant a lot to me. He was like one of my best friends and now he's dead. And then they form this kind of little group and they've each one of the people kind of got their own little kind of quirkiness about them. And this is what wor- well, not worries me, but I think they're gonna try and make it into a franchise because they keep talking about family and how they're close now. They've been through this and they've done all this. 
makes me think there's going to be they're going to franchise the hell out of this. You, you do know there are like five books, don't you? Great. So there's <laughs> every possibility. I mean, the end of the book. For those you know spoilers, the end of the book when Have they you read ki- the book or something. <laughs> when they kill the female, the female's pregnant. Yeah. So it's they that old. Show this though, no, they, they didn't show that in any sense of all. And you... I did read that there is no like end credit scene or anything like that either. Right. So, but the shark was missing for ages, so it could have given birth. Yeah. There could be another one. There could be more. There could be loads. Exactly. Yeah. So there's it could like you said it could go on, and I'm okay with that because look at Jaws two was good. Yeah. Jaws two yeah. was good. Jaws three, D was like, maybe I, not that I, great, and I then. Love... Is that Revenge? And Jaws Revenge was the one with Michael Caine. Yeah, that this is funny because every any, any interview he does, they say, oh, Jaws Revenge was absolutely rubbish. He goes, oh, yeah, well, I'm not going to talk about that. The film just bought my bought my um <laughs> bought my um mum a house, and that's all that's all yeah. he ever re- re- retaliates with that question was like I got my mum a house out of it, so <laughs> which always makes me laugh. Fair play. I mean, I can. I don't know if how much more you want to talk about this, but I can. Have you got any like fat anything that you wanted to like go on? Because I can pretty much summarize how I feel about it. Um, not really. I didn't really have any facts. The only thing I found quite funny about it was it, it was I saw that it was filmed in New Zealand, which was quite weird. Oh, okay. Because I never thought it was filmed in mostly, um, mostly uh, there, which was kind of strange. That's I feel cool. like it was shot there, which was quite clever. For me. I wasn't disappointed. I've been waiting for a long time for this movie. I love, I love a good shark movie. Sure. The budget was right. the The acting was fine, and Jason Statham knew exactly what he was doing mm. um, for this movie. It was just, it was action packed, and it was like a complete thrill ride. I think it's over two hours, maybe just, just. just I, think, yeah. I think, and um, yeah, I went, I wasn't bored at no, all. I'll be honest. I, I was the same. I wasn't bored. It kept me entertained. It's done its job. I can totally understand why people like these movies. Um, I I enjoyed it. It was fun. You know, it's n- nothing I come out of going. Oh my god, you must see it! I, but I would go to people go see it because it's fun. Yeah. And it's a no brainer. And it's just like you need these films in your life now and again. Definitely, you know what I mean? Just definitely. to like get away from everything and just immerse yourself in a bit of fun and a bit of you know tongue and cheese. There's a bit of comedy in it as well, which is cool. So you know, it's it's harmless fun and it, it and, and I enjoyed it. So I, I want you to rate it first. You want me to rate? I'd yeah. say I'd say out of ten, I'll probably give it a seven. Okay. Seven. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a an eight, and it's a high eight. Uh, okay. It is a high eight. It's it's not gonna be a nine for me, but yeah, high so eight. I'd I'd go and watch it again. I would go higher, but then I'm going into shallows and jaws territory, which hands down in my heart, those films to me are hands down better. The only reason I don't give it more is because I'd have to go into that territory. The only reason I would give it in just by what I'm doing is I'd probably give The Shallows a high eight as well. Um, but I'd put that in its rightful bracket of being like a horror. Mm. Whereas this is like, for me, a high eight cause as an action movie. That's the only reason that I've sort of yeah. done gone there. I, but I'm not going to let you. I think seven's fine. So <laughs> where we going? So yeah, like seven and a half out of ten. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right, I'm Harmless fun. Yes. Harmless fun. Oh, very good. <laughs> so we've got to go into our topic, which is our something to scream about topic. I picked out. You did pick out. Um, I picked out the bucket, the um, our favourite death scene. Oh, no. 
So with this one, we were, we were basically looking for a moment in horror that we, where they bit it, we've just loved mm. for whatever reason. It doesn't have to, it, you know, there's so many, and I think this is the one thing I struggled with this because there's so many great death scenes in horror movies oh, yeah. throughout, throughout the years. So much so that I, I want to put to you that we introduce a new segment and i don't know why we didn't think about this at the start of putting this on but i think we introduced a new segment where we call it um our draw one last breath something like that a draw one last breath segment where we um literally we don't, we don't have to go into a lot of it we just pick a pick our favorite death of the week so it could be something from the movie that we've watched or it could be something that like a, um one of the listeners has like submitted and we think yeah that's 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 worthy of it and we just like talk about briefly about I'd like death of the episode or something like that. I'm gonna call it draw one last breaths. Okay. Death of the week or something like that. Cool. But for That's this good. time, we've gone for two each. I've done two. Have you? Yeah, I've done two, but I put a third possible thing as well I, that maybe for me I'd give a nod to. All right. But that just I've got two, but a third. I was I'm in an R and about. But there's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple about. that I quite like fancy giving a nod yeah. to, but um, I'll talk about them. So I'm going to let you so go. I'm going, oh, let you, I'm going to let you go cool. first. Well, well, the first, like, again, like you said, this it's, it's a hard one because there's so much content out there. It's unbelievable. And remembering everything as well. And it, it's kind of cool because I, I went on YouTube and I've done a bit of, like, oh, I remember that one, top top 50 deaths or whatever, and had a look at it and stuff like that. And it kind of, I remembered a lot. But one that really, really stuck in my head from, again, from when I was young, when I watched it, was from the film The Omen. Fuck yeah. Now, it's not the one that you think I'm going to say. A lot of people love the bit where the nanny hangs herself out the window, which is, hands down, an amazing scene. My one, for me, was more the glass pane bit. Do you remember Fuck the yeah. glass pane? Uh, yeah, and that's the, the one I would... the backs up and it flies off and chops that guy's head off. That's the one I would pick hands down. Yeah. That or the... Um... Is it the spire that goes through him? Oh, yeah. That falls yeah. off. Yeah, those two ones. Those but the thing fantastic. with the glass pane is because it just looked... It's, I'd not seen any films really at that age where I'd seen people's heads come off and stuff. <laughs> and the fact that this film was so kind of... Stuff in it could actually really happen that it was scarier. So when that scene happens... It's kind of, you don't really expect it to happen. You think, what's going on here? And then the, the truck rolls down the hill and you think, huh? And then the sh- pane of glass just shoots off, takes the guy's head clean off and it just falls. But it looks so real. It's it doesn't look fake. fucking brilliant. Yeah. I love that scene. I mean, they did, uh, did try to do a job like that in um, Final Destination. One of the There's so Final many Destination people movies and stuff like that. decapitation scenes and not really work somehow, some haven't. But that just, I think something with that just really stayed with me from the film. And it's probably one of the first ones that just clicked, went into my head. As soon as we kind of talked about it, I was like, I've got to have that on the list. Nice. Yeah. What about you? What what you got? Okay, well, I'm going for um, Wes Craven. Yep. 1996 Scream. 
I mean, awesome that movie. this movie got me back into horror after a bit of hiatus. It I was am. a renaissance when it, it was a big it back. renaissance. I mean, you had them. I know what he did last summer at the time. Um, Urban Legend came out at a similar similar time as well. Mm. There was quite a few like sort of teen, teen horrors, teen horrors yeah. again, and then this one for me was just like brilliant. It had the um, this 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 death I'm going for yep. is the um, the first death. And uh, with Drew Barrymore, and you had like the big, she was a big actress at the time. Definitely. As is, she still is now. And, and you know, you, you saw her on the poster and you think, she's going to be a massive part of this movie. And then she's going through all this cool shit. I mean, that scene, that, the, the build up to this death is amazing. Mm. The phone calls, the conversations, what they're having all about horror. And you get to think that. I remember rightly, did it, like, just, it didn't even run like, um, the title screen or anything just went straight into that, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, straight in. Which you didn't see much around that, that time, did you? Yeah, it was it was just like it was perfect. The, the, the actual title came in after the, after yeah, death. That's right, yeah. I mean, she. Uh, I thought well, actually, it's the second death of the movie because the boyfriend gets it as well. Oh yes. Yeah. So sorry. So it's the second death of the movie, but as she's going through and she's like playing with these games and like. You know, they, the synonymous line is like, um, what's your favourite scary movie? Yeah, I always do it at work. We've got, <laughs> got walkie-talkies at work. No, to test them, I'm always I'm jerking around going, oh. what's your favourite scary movie? What's your favourite movie? Can we see? <laughs> I can't even do the voice. That was really, really bad. But yeah, she's going around and then she like, she's she sort of still, this, this is a beautiful thing about this movie. They saw, because at the end of the day, the killers are just like teenagers themselves. They get mm-hmm. their ass kicked. Even mm. by the girl, the by the women in the movie, sure. and she sort of like does the classic running away, but she does it in a cool way. And um, the mum and dad are just about to come home. She's on the phone, and um, you know they just get her, they stab her in the heart, and then she falls down. She can't, and then they cut her throat, so she can't scream oh, out. Scream, yeah, and then the yeah. mums can't see, and they go in. They've got all this smoke going on. The popcorn's burning, and then a mum comes out, and you can hear her sort of them doing whatever they're doing. They're gutting her absolutely gutting her and they hang on the tree and that camera goes to the body to the mum and you get that beautiful scream and then you get the title sequence yeah, yeah. and i just for me i fucking absolutely love that death and it, that was that movie stayed with me for a long great. long time great so. movie i mean i remember going to watch it at the cinema and i remember really remember it because i had to sit really quite near the front which was yeah. really annoying but totally forgot about it after about two minutes after seeing that i was like because I knew nothing when I was going in it as well that she was just going to die. It was just like, oh my God, they killed her. And she's only been in it like two minutes. It was yeah, like, so clever. It is a great, it is a great Very movie. It's, one, it's it's right up there for me. Cool. So yeah, that's my first one. Excellent. What do you think? What's your second one? Well, my second one is, I've gone for more of a bit of a gory one. It's from 1985's Day of the Dead. And it's obviously the that's, scene. That's your favourite out of the franchise, isn't it? Um, no, 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 I think Dawn of the Dead is definitely my favorite. Okay. But, um, Day of the Dead is this bit is where Rhodes, remember Rhodes, nasty bastard. The soldier douchebag. Yeah. Oh, what an arsehole. He's just really horrible. He's just horrible to bub. And it's really nasty and stuff. But the way he goes out at the end is literally can't get out and the door gets busted in and about like 30 zombies come through. And the best thing I love it if you if people have watched a movie before is Bub is the the zombie they're trying to cha- train up and trying to make him smart and he they've got he- you must remember like the headphones where he's like yeah, listening to music so cool he looks like he's just stepped out of a Michael Jackson video is the effects <laughs> are brilliant and um, Rose is really horrible to him and basically the best thing I love about this is 
is the fact that Rhodes is running away and these zombies come through one end of the hall and down the other end of the hall is Bub and Bub gets one shot in and shoots him and I love the fact that he just gets this comeuppance and then Rhodes hits the floor and literally these zombies just pile on top of him and rip him in half. Doesn't Bub salute at him as well? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like one of those scenes where I was just like, what the hell did I just see? It was just like, this guy just got torn in half. You see all the all the guts, which are obviously real animal guts and stuff, and it's just like screaming his head off and just gets pulled apart. I remember going into WH Smith's when I was younger and basically picking up, before I'd even seen the movie, a copy of Fangoria. Right. Which they're re-releasing now as well. Cool. Um, I remember opening it up because I'd go in there every Saturday and kind of s- s- just flick through it because I couldn't afford to buy it. And I don't think I would have been able to. I don't know if they would have let me, but anyway... I sat. I was just stand there and just flick through it and read it from cover to cover. And I remember seeing a picture of just that halfway through. So literally him cut like being pulled apart. I'm thinking, what the hell is that? It's so gross, it's but so, it's so brilliant. Gross. Yeah, the, it's the so brilliant. brilliant, and it's just so so gory. But I'm really glad you picked yeah. a zombie movie. I had to. I just like I just thought of everything. I kept coming back to was people. I mean, there's loads of good death scenes with, like, obviously the, the, you know, with, like, people from, like, Michael Myers and Friday Faith and all that, which I love, but I just, I had to pick this because it's one of those things, again, I think maybe it's just nostalgia reasons, I don't know, but I, I loved it. I thought Mate, it I, I think it's up there as one of the best, like, like deaths in a horror movie yeah. ever. I, I really do think that's a fucking great pick. Cool. Um. Yeah, and I almost went for a zombie movie. I, I threw out several yeah. zombie movies and i and i kept on going back to this one for my second one surprise surprise and what is it <laughs> not that i talk about this movie uh at all i haven't think i've actually mentioned it even in this episode no? but um it's a little known uh summer movie <laughs> steven spielberg's 1975 jaws fucking loads of deaths in this which one could i possibly pick yeah. Uh, this is probably the easiest thing. I think it's the best death in the whole Go on, which one? The whole which film. One? It's when Quint gets it. Oh. When Quint gets it. I mean... Not... Shouldn't have been watching that one. <laughs> Definitely not. I mean, it's. I watched that when I, when, I was a, when we were kids again. Like It was one of the ones hiding behind the sofa job. Mm. Not wanting to go into the sea ever. Um, but this scene, I mean, if, again, it's similar to... I think Well, it's similar to the... My first choice is the fact it's the tension. It's the fact the camaraderie between those um, three people, like the three um, three guys, and the, the, they've just been they've just been drinking, they're singing, mm. and you hear that the you know the third. And he's got that beautiful monologue about the other sharks. You know how much this this guy hates sharks after that monologue. Yeah, and um, uh, the they put in, they they've just tagged the shark with a load of barrels, mm-hmm. a load of barrels. And um, they're running. Away, he's running away, and they're saying, "Hooper's like, Hooper, get the shark cage ready, and all this sort of stuff." Because the the boats come to a a grisly stop because he's run the run the engine ragged, and they set up this shark cage, and and it goes horribly wrong. And there's real footage on this bit because it goes um, on top of the cage and it thrashes and it pulls the shark. Brody is shooting at it with the pit with his pistol at the same time. Mm. Shark cage just been bent and it's broken. And then the ship's sink, the ship's sinking, and the shark jumps on the back of the boat, and Quint is just like 
taken a dive basically and he's still fighting he's sort of fallen down he's um sliding towards the shark kicking his legs kicking his legs and, and trying to knock it out he's got an, a knife in one hand and he's still he, and then the shark just chomps down on him the blood comes out of that uh, of his mouth and you get and that's it we used to play we used to play we had a video camera when we were little and we did that scene once with like tomato ketchup and stuff like that i fucking absolutely loved it and he, st- he st- i think he stabs the shark in the eye with a knife Probably as well it, yeah. and then he gets another chomp and he's dead and he gets dragged out of the boat and he's, he's a warrior he's a freaking warrior <laughs> and he's just an absolute legend I just love him so much. Though. Wouldn't you love to see, like, I know a lot of people probably say no, but like, if they made a, a film of when he was young and the whole <laughs> stories of the other sharks. And well, like the Vietnam that. story. Yeah. Like, just a sh- even if it's just a short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Can you imagine Let's that? do it. I'll do a whole movie, mate. Fuck the short. Let's write it. Let, yeah, I'm sure it. Let's, let's get a script together and we'll get that put on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that'll rival the Meg. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, so there you go. Um, I, I could have had others. I, I must admit, you're going to love this, because you'll be like, ah. But what my, I nearly, nearly, nearly picked the death from Jaws with the girl that gets dragged under at the start, because that, I always remember that being just horrific, because it's like it, she just gets dragged around so much and pulled under, then up, and then under. And the, the best thing about it as well, you don't see anything. That, that's why I didn't pick it. Yeah, because you don't you don't see, you don't anything, don't yeah. see her you don't see Sometimes her die. Sometimes I think that's worse. Yeah, yeah, it's I agree. Harrowing. It's like she, she she you don't know what's going on, and you you just think that's real. That's what would happen if that was you right there. That's what you would be would ha- be happening to you. You'd be getting dragged around by something you couldn't see. Oh, it's it's nasty. It's nasty. But it's I didn't want to do it because you don't you sort of you don't see her die. No, I don't. And I wanted one where you where you see it. Cool. Where you really see it. That's the only reason I picked that one. Because you could have picked the boy and the lilo. That's incredible as well. Yeah, it's good. There's some right, gr- there's great. some great deaths in that. in that um in that one. I guess we just talk about. So we we put the question out there on social media. As well, so I'll um I'm gonna read out a couple that we've had, um on Twitter. Cool. And we had Perfect. our good old uh good old listener Fairy Faye come back. Fairy Faye Faye uh, Fairy Feisty, um. Uh, but she's along with a couple of other people um, Exploding Heads podcast and A What podcast said the first kill in Suspiria and that's almost like a double kill mm-hmm. um, it's yeah. quite decent it's obviously she gets a horrible little knife through the stomach and then falls through um, and and the, the pain glass and strangled and the, the glass kills her friend that's running around as well with they've the pain been glass. making that as well aren't they so yeah. it's interesting to see how much of the, that it's the same in the remake. That'll be interesting to it, see. It will be. Um, Hayden Horrorfield, horror at Hayden Horrorfield, horror kicks, he said, um, Kirk's death in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So that's a good one. We like that one. So is that the sledgehammer? Yeah. To the, that's so real as well. When he's on the floor twitching, it's just gross. <laughs> really gross. Um, a couple of people said, so Broke Horror Fan, Super Horror Bros podcast. Cool. Both said the... Uh, Face smash from Jason X. That is so Jason in clever. space. So clever though. The like liquid the nitrogen. She shoves in the liquid nitrogen. When you think it's nitrogen. all been done, you see something like that and you think that's that's yeah, out there. It's quality. That is. It's still in a lot of people's like um, top ten list of yeah, like all time yeah. kills. So that's really good. We had um, this is this. I had to add this because it's like close to my heart. I mean, the whole movie. I I love this one growing up. Um, kill kill the cast. Horror podcast said the pool scene from Alligator. Yeah, I showed you that earlier, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. It's um, 
it's a little so bar. Long. It's a little dark, and it's just a, he, he obviously it's like a, the little kid gets eaten in a pool. Um, and it's yeah, it's quite lame actually, but I kind of liked it. And then we had uh, horror movies and stuff. That like Mr. Horror um, said something like Chug's death in Sorority Row. I had to check this one out sure. to see if it was any good and worth mentioning. And it's not bad actually. I haven't seen the movie, but the death scene is just literally this girl's drinking um, some alcohol. And the killer, wherever it is, comes along and just smashes the bottle down her throat a couple of times. It goes deeper in, and it's it's pretty gross. it's pretty gross actually. Nice to check that out. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Got any? Uh, yeah, well, I've got, got a couple. We've had our uh, listener Geordie Paul, as uh, he was one of the first to uh, tweet us. Uh, he said he's got three, so three best horror deaths. Uh, Georgie in it. Georgie in it, yeah. Which pretty horrific. Which, which it? You're going to have to ask him which it. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Number two, uh, the bear trap to the face in Saw. Yeah, okay, that's nasty. Quite a lot of, quite a lot of um, ones you could pick from the Saw franchise. Definitely. Number three, Shallow Scene in Psycho, which is obviously synonymous. Yeah, it's still a classic. Absolutely. But I've got a little bit of uh, cool news. Oh, yeah? I've just reached out to a couple of you know i thought i'd tweet the question out obviously to everyone loads of people but i thought i'd go for a couple of uh kind of more famous people and just see if anybody would uh respond but we had a response from um corin hardy the director Amazing. of the new nun movie that's coming out in the uh, conjuring universe so this is amazing so i just put the question to him you know what what would be what would be your favorite death in a horror movie or, or best death in a horror movie in and he replied, which I was like surprised at. And but he seems like he's a real down to earth guy, and he is properly into his horror. But he said, um, "The Blob, nineteen eighty eight version, telephone booth springs quickly to mind." So I thought that was quality. It is quality, and we um how cool is we, that? We didn't we haven't watched the movie movie, so we had to go and watch the scene, didn't we? Well, well you seen, said you've seen, seen it, yeah. but I hadn't. So I, you showed yeah. me the scene earlier, and it's proper funny. It's, it's proper it's funny. Really, it's really well done as well. Yeah. Like the, it's like the camera angles and stuff. It's clever. Yeah, very clever. Good shout out. I've got that on VHS as well. <laughs> so yeah, that's our uh, topic week. So I suppose it's your turn to pick um, our topic for next it week. It is. Let's have a look. I've got the little bucket here. Sound effects. <laughs> well, I always get the crap ones, so... You don't get a crap. Or, or not so good ones. We'll, we'll moaning. Oh, drop the bucket. There you go. All right, ready? Here we go. Drum roll. Oh, favorite B movie. Favorite B movie. What yeah. favorite movie with bees in it? I don't know. It just says favorite. No, B I, I, I know. It's um favorite B movies. <laughs> so your B movies. I'm gonna really crap at this. Are you really? You've seen loads. I've seen hardly any. Well, then you got to pick. You got to go, you like go and watch one. Yeah, Sharknado. Oh, um, them really tackle the fifty school. foot woman. That's fine. I they can go old school. Go this. completely old school. Um, the the town ta- the the ta- that old one. Not much point. I'm gonna, not going to lie. This could be quite fun though. You could get some quite um interesting response on Twitter in terms of B movies and stuff like that. Um, the B movies have uh, like taken a nice little turn, I suppose, recently sure. with all the. Since Mega, horror, Mega, right? Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus and all that sort of stuff. We're seeing the horror. Right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. B-movies, okay. yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. Interesting. That'll be fun. Can <laughs> be really happy with that one. <laughs> I always get the crap ones. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this one because I'm fucking all over B-movies. Should we do our movie from the vaults? I picked uh, the 1985 cult classic Reanimator. 
H.P. Lovecraft's classic tale of horror, Reanimator. Mr. West. You'll never get credit for my discovery. Who's going to believe a talking head get a job in a sideshow? It will scare you to pieces. We're going to be talking about the um, 1985 movie, the movie called Reanimator. It's starring uh, the one and only Barbara Compton, alongside industry legends Jeffrey Coombs and Bruce Abbott. The movie has spawned several sequels and has a massive cult following. It centers around uh, two med students who are trying to reanimate the dead. And when things don't go to plan, we are treated to the moments of insanity and comedy gold that Benny Hill would have been proud of. <laughs> this is a silly, funny, unapologetic horror. Has some great practical effects and some scenes that will be forever talked about in movie discussions everywhere. And that is my uh, little intro to the the great reanimator now i hadn't seen this movie before so this is the first time i watched it mm-hmm. um and i was not um not disappointed no. i can see why i can see the fuss about it i mean it's a proper classic 80s horror and it's got some great firsts in it in my opinion as well and it's based on the um it's loosely based on a an older book isn't it from the 1922 i can't remember what the book was called uh, HB, it's by H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft, because it, it's um, the director... Um, very loosely on the book. Yeah, he's done um, a couple of... He did uh, what, From Beyond as well, which is also H.P. Lovecraft as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So the director, uh, um, uh, Stuart, Stuart Gordon, um, loves all that. He also did Dolls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that, that, yeah. you maybe bought me that one. So, yeah, like I said, it stars um, Barbara Crompton. So she's, she's a horror icon. She's a great final girl. Um, and just been in like so many horrors um, up to date, and she still is. Bruce Abbott um, from The Last Starfighter. I just wanted to mention the fact that he was in The mm. Starfighter because I know it's one of your favourites. Of course, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Coombs, who is another horror icon, he's been in all, he was in all the um, sequels, mm. um, even the latest one, which was like nineties. I think he's also in a couple of cra- classics, in he Frightmare and. Uh, um... Well, he stars in From Beyond as From well. From Beyond, yeah, and he's also in Fright. I'm saying Frightmare, Frighteners. Well, he also, yeah, he's in Frighteners, but he's also in. Um, he's a vo- big voice actor. Yeah, so loads he's of anime. And loads stuff like of that. anime and loads of like Transformers and all sorts of stuff. So um, yeah, that's, that's that was really cool to sort of um, have a look at that. But um, how do we? So I want to talk talk through this talk not not talk through this movie because um, the. Um, We'll try not. We'll, we will spoil it a little bit, I think, because um, there's yeah. some like proper scenes that we probably just want to pick out. Sure. Um, I mean, like I said, it's like just fucking weird ass movie. Um, I mean, a lot of H.P. Lovecraft novels are weird. <laughs> that I'm not a massive fan of the films and stuff that that they've done from his books, to be honest. But um yeah i mean where, where, where do you want to start like well the first scene's pretty cool it's a it's a film full of like practical effects and like lots of violence lots of gore and the gore's done in my opinion like really well for its time um i mean the film's like 1985 and like again you've got some really good this is after the thing but um you've still got some really like really good practical effects i mean you've got this horrible eye popping scene at the um at the start of the movie and mm. um, where he's obviously trying to work on bringing back some up some doctor to death he's a real yeah. creepy he's a real creepy guy in here as well that um 
and what's his name Herbert West yeah he's, so he's creepy he's one of the creepiest creep. guys it's quite clever but, how, but how not the creepiest in the end <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, end yeah, yeah. We'll and we'll talk about that later but yeah this this sort of um, film sort of follows um, him and another med student as well that he's moving in with he's a real sarcastic sarcastic prick this um, Herbert West he's he, he's done some research into reanimation and um, obviously how long the brain survives after death mm. and he's um, in this like little classroom with with the doctor Dr. Hill and he and, he, and he's contradicting everything he's saying he's snapping pencils and he's having a right old pop at, pop at him just basically he's like just saying well, you're wrong and it's done in a really over the really over the top really over the top way like a real classic sort of nod to the, like 1922's like you know um Nostradamus and Dracula where it's just really over the top it was quite cool but in a real 80s way um but the first like me- scene that's even worth talking about is just the cat fight do you remember yeah. what happens to the cat yeah that's one bit I'd say out of the whole film that I thought was I don't know whether it's meant to be comical but it was a bit bad <laughs> compared to the rest of the film which i don't know if it was just because it was the start and it was you know saying that starting small to big and you know but it was pretty bad like the cat like then the sound effects and everything is just like pretty bad but i think it's kind of meant to be in a kind of yeah i think you're wrong what, i'm pretty sure i'm pretty yeah you you are um i know what you're saying i hope you're not saying it in a negative it sound like you're saying it in a negative way but this is so bad <laughs> in my opinion it's so bad and it is fucking shite. Hmm. Um, the the this scene is. I mean, the cat's fucking stuck on the guy's back and scratching <laughs> him, and they have to do all the work themselves with the cat on the back, and it's attacking him. Uh, he's brought it, Rufus the cat back from the dead, and it's attacking him in the basement. And it's hilarious, <laughs> and it's it's so bad that it's it goes round and becomes becomes good, and it's yeah. awful. The acting is stale, but it doesn't matter. They're fighting a um, a dead cat. And he lobs it against a wall, and it, you know, and it's just hilarious. Yeah. Why not? Why not have a a, a dead cat like yeah. fight you? Yeah. And it's um yeah it's it's ridiculous. I don't think they could have done that better. I think <laughs> the worse the better for me. So yeah, that was fun. I like. <laughs> then he gets his mate on side because his mate went on side before, um, and he start. They both want to start trying to investigate the reanimation. So they. <laughs> Suddenly they're best of friends, and he um takes him to uh the morgue, and they got they he's really interested. I've seen this cat like nearly like have a pop at them. Oh, let's go and use this on a a real person. And what do they do? They reanimate somebody mm. with this green goo, and um, it does it go right again? Um, this is the first one in the morgue, right? The first one in the morgue. No, he goes, they basically, yeah, they put the serum and it doesn't kind of kick in, does it? And then they're like, he's like, give him more, give him more. He's like, nah, don't bother. Because they're looking for the perfect body, aren't they? Because there's a burn victim. No, can't have him, can't have that. We need someone who's kind of intact and stuff. And yeah, and then they give him uh, a second massive dose. And then literally he wakes up, doesn't he? And it's just like he goes mental and starts chucking him around the room and stuff. Yeah, he he's crazy big guy. He's, a, he's a, maybe they should have like, you know, picked someone with no legs or something like that. But it's, cause it... Well, that, you think about it. Well, maybe they should have tied him down. 
Yeah. They saw how the cat reacted. Christ knows how they this didn't guy's... really think this through. Yeah, pick the biggest guy in there. Yeah, yeah. and he Get just your ass kicked by him. beats the shit out of him, and they're trying to like kill him. Then he, the the, the main sort of doctor guy, um, is sort of banging on the door, and the guy just it's Barbara, oh, not Barbara Compton. What's her name? Is it Megan? Yeah, he's Megan's dad. Megan's dad's like... She's dating one of the doctors that's doing the kind of like um, injections and stuff. Not Herbert West, the other one. And yeah, her dad starts banging on the door, and he like come to the door, get, let me in, because he wants to have a go at him. And the dead, but the dead dead guy kicks the door down, and oh, like yeah. it goes on top of him, and it's just like stupid. And he start, he picks him up and just starts throwing him around the room, and they don't really. The guy's like chopping him on the back, trying to get him to stop, and they, they just can't do it. It's it goes shit, doesn't it? It's ridiculous. And Loads of blood all over the place. And then it's like our first, a nice little thing with the bone saw through the oh, chest. Oh yeah, because he goes. I know what to do. And Herbert West goes off and got a big bone sore and he's just like literally cuts him his heart out or something. I st- I, the whole thing about any of the deaths or any of the stupid stuff that goes on there doesn't seem to be any urgency between any of them when they're trying to do a no. rescue. Yeah, I That's what I found that. quite like funny. Um, but we have that and then they learn they learn about the, what Doctor Hill learns about the um this reanimation and he starts quizzing her yeah, at the so West. Doctor Hill is kind of like the their uh, kind of their teacher and a doctor, isn't he? And but he he is a bit annoyed at Herbert West because obviously, like we touched on earlier, Herbert West is a bit of a know it all, and and uh, this doctor is kind of like yeah, he's kind of like annoyed at him, and he he's got this kind of weird obsession with Megan as well. Oh, he's a right perv. Which is, yeah, really weird. He's like, yeah. It goes beautiful. Yeah, we, we get into this in a minute. There's yeah. some beautiful moments in um, <laughs> in horror in a moment coming up. Um, but um, yeah, he, he, he corners Herbert West in his lab downstairs and he wants to take the serum and he wants to do it himself. But yeah, but he ain't going to take any of that. So what does yeah. he do? He uh, smacks him in the head with a spade. Spades him right across the back of the head. Yeah, and then decapitates him. With the spade. With the spade. Yeah. And that's not bad. That's a nice little scene. Mm. But again, his uh, wisdom kicks in again and thinks, oh, I've got a head here and a body. What am I going to do? I think I'll use my serum because nothing can go wrong here. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> he uses the serum on the body and the head. And of course... They can talk to each other. You know, the, his head is still controlling the body somehow. Mm-hmm. They're not connected. But, I mean, that's been copied in other other things going yeah, forward. Yeah, Loads of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's in Treehouse of Horrors. Return of Living Dead as well. Yeah, exactly. But it's so daft. I mean, the fact that the head... I can't get my... I mean, I obviously suspended disbelief. a certain amount when the, the head can see the body moving around. But yeah? once the body's moved to somewhere where the head can't see... <laughs> That's the thing I don't understand because the body isn't a mind of its own, is it? Sure. So I d- They're not two different. So entities. I chop your head off, right? And you, you, you're no longer connected to your body. Yeah. And you're. Well, obviously, in real life, you can't do anything. There's nothing because nerves aren't attached. But well, whatever. In this reality, yeah, the head can control the body. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Not in a great way, but it has a go. Mind control. <laughs> so um. He controls the boy to knock out Herbert West. Yeah. So that goes well for him again. And um, he takes all the serum and he takes his... All his plans. Though, all his it? plans back to the hospital. Good place Somehow. to go. <laughs> Somehow. I think... Uh, I don't even know how he does he it. He carries all that stuff and a He head. carries his head in a sports bag. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, he doesn't he put, like, 
this weird um it's like a it's a medical skull mm. on the body's head with oh, like yeah. a mask around it that's right yeah and he's like but then before that doesn't he um he goes and sees the dad oh, yeah. yeah he goes and sees megan's dad and because Megan's dad's gone crazy because he's been brought back to life yeah. obviously with the serum, but he's crazy. But for some reason, then they don't really tell why. They do. He, I know what you're going to say. He he says to him, like he turns out being his minions, like right. his minions. The reason going, why oh, they... go off and do this and, and and do that. That does get explained it later. Yeah. Um, you might have missed it because well, it's just yeah, sure. brushed past. But there's, do you, do you remember that there's like a little laser pen? Laser, yeah. Laser, and they laser his laser head. Surgery, yeah. yeah, and they laser, and they do that to the dad at one stage. They laser his head, they're pointing his yeah, head. Yeah, they give that, him the lobotomy. For whatever reason, makes him pliable. Okay. Because that was the problem with Herbert West. Every time he did the serum, mm. they all went batshit, and he never really learned a lesson. But obviously, he then brags to Herbert West later, okay. I've uh, perfected it with this lobotomy. Oh, okay. So that was that was just a throwaway mm. throwaway comment. So I paid attention. I don't know about <laughs> that because I I there's at the end he's kind of my, well we haven't got to the end yet but we'll get there. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he he like so yeah so he sends a dad off to go and get Megan, so it's which is a bit weird. He's like go and get go and get her, bring her to me. He's like, he's a bit weird. So off he trots and he goes to the house, smashes through the house and grabs her, doesn't he? Yeah, knocks out the boyfriend. And that's where, yeah, knocks out the boyfriend. That's where he's wearing that weird kind of skull kind of thing. Yeah. And, and a hat and a trench coat and it's just weird. It is really, freaky. really weird and random. But he like, so the dad uh, takes Megan back and yeah. uh, the dead dad and uh, lays her down on a... Um, um, a gurney, and this is where it takes a really ne- strange turn, and you just know this wouldn't ever get made nowadays. This is one of the most talked about scenes, I think, in horror movies. Yeah. It's just crazy. He lays her down to head, strips her off, so she's in the nuddy really, really violently. Yeah, when she wakes up next to the severed head yeah. of the doctor, she starts screaming, obviously, but she is tied down. Yeah, yeah, the death doesn't, but she is tied down, and he starts. Moving his head on her body, which was really... I started getting a bit uncomfortable. I was like, what is going on here? And it's just like, <laughs> starts abusing her, basically. He goes in between her legs and almost... Um, almost, but then... Then they come They come in and they... I think they... The, Herbert West and her boyfriend, boyfriend. smash through the door, didn't they? And, uh, yeah, and he starts distracting him and starting to talk to him as she's being rescued. But he gets a good... It gets a good go on a nipple, I think, at one stage. It's well pervy. It's like one of the most perviest, it's freaky, it's weirdest scenes it, in horror it's movies. Just, it's yeah, it's just weird, and it's just like yeah, it's uncomfortably weird to see that sort of thing going on. It's just like I don't know. I was just like, uh, it's a bit weird. It's taking a really weird. I liked thing. it. I just thought it was. Of ra- course you would. I thought it was. Sick. I just thought it was uh, so completely <laughs> out there and so bizarre and so. There's just no freaking reason for it apart from he's a pervy doctor. There you go, and that's and that's you know a bit of dark comedy. I I found it really dark comedy, if anything. A comedy bit, I really yeah. And the the special effects were second to none. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. I mean, when he's carrying around the head, you're like, oh, he's carrying around the head. Yeah, well, this is the point, and then obviously after that, he starts raising all his 
you know, you think, oh, he's, he's got him, they've got him. And he's like, suddenly goes, oh, you think you've got me? No, you haven't. And he starts raising all the other corpses in the room. And this is what, I like this bit because they're all different. They're all what they mentioned back from when it went in, like the car road accident yeah. person, the Burns victim. And they all come alive and they start attacking them and stuff. But this is where I'm like, well, why is he controlling these people? Why again? He, he controlled them for giving them a lobotomy. Not all of those people in there. Yeah, like every that. single one of them. If you looked at them, you need to rewatch this film I don't again. Because I've got some Matt's facts coming up. All right, but in, <laughs> in, 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 they they've each got a hole in their head. Oh, what, or, every single one of them. Yeah, oh, I didn't and he, so that. he's lobotomized every single did one of them. Did you know that and pay attention, or did you actually read up on that? No, I knew it. I oh, could okay. tell. He yeah. says it. He said that he's controlled them through this lobotomy, and. Um, Mate, I... I was watching it on my phone. Okay. But... <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so they go um, through this... I mean, they attack, get an attack left, front and centre, and yeah. it's just comedy gold for the next, like, ten, like really ten minutes. Really slow fighting. It's so slow and painful sometimes, but painfully good, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and it's good. And uh, so they, they get... they get He gets away, and I think Herbert West sacrifices himself... Because um, yeah, they let off some poisonous some, gas kind of, and kind stuff like that. pulled in, doesn't he, into this kind of the like... This is where you were talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. Where the dad, um, suddenly, <laughs> the screams of his daughter, like, brings him back into existence. He now is attacks all the dead. So they've got one of the dead on their side. Yeah. And he starts attacking all the rest of the dead. And that's how they sort of escape. But this is this scene really upset me a little bit. I, this is where I sort of... I, I lost the will slightly. Is when um, she's getting choked. She they're going for the lift, and she gets, oh, starts yeah. getting choked. Yeah, and he can't. Really, slowly, he's so yeah. weak. It really upset me how weak and feeble yeah. this he just was. Just karate chopping. Something. Get around the throat, pull just him something. Off. But he was like, "Oh, I know. There's an axe that's all the way at the all end the of the hall. The hill, yeah. So I'll go and run and get the axe. Really, but barely run and <laughs> come back and then start chopping at him. Yeah, and then chopped his arm off. I'm like, and then she's you know she's dead. And they try and bring her it's back to late. life. It's too late, isn't it? She's been and it's like, mate, you deserve to lose her. Cause yeah, because you're weak and feeble. You're and really, really off. weak. Like, he, he upset me, the boyfriend, because he was so pathetic. <laughs> um, but I think, like, the, I guess in the second one called Bride of Reanimator, yeah. she, she's in it, so I'm guessing they must have I used... I don't know if she is. I don't think she is. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not sure I think she is. I'm pretty sure she's back. Because I know they're in another movie together, but that's from beyond. I don't know. But whatever. So there's Bridal Reanimator. But anyway, um, you know. they Bridal Reanimator, Herbert West comes back somehow. Because I've not seen the second one. Well, he didn't die. It. I haven't seen He it. didn't die. Because Herbert, die, Herbert West is in all of them. You don't see, yeah, because you don't see him die. But yeah. you're just led to believe that he is dead. So the other ones are called Bridal Reanimator. And I think there's Beyond Reanimator as well. Mm. It's right on my street and kind of completing a wacky mm. darkness and stuff like that. But, you know, you can't really say too much about the acting because the acting's fucking piss poor. Um, but that's it, this is just one of those beautiful 80s horror movies. It was just so goddamn shit and silly and and wrong that it got this absolute bizarre cult following. And I, I must admit, I'm not going to join those nutters this, i won't be joining the cult of reanimator but i still i still uh, it's still got a place in my heart definitely hmm. but oh, um it. <clears throat> it's really good you've got any other things you need to say about it <clears throat> not really no um i mean i wrote i, I only wrote obviously i've just kind of said it but you have to say it um and it's uh kane his name is by the way the boyfriend kane oh, really? is a pussy 
That's just has to Maybe be. he might man, man up for Bride of Reanimator. Maybe we'll have to watch it and find out. There was one <clears> other <throat> weird thing which I didn't mention, and again, you need to go and watch this movie because it's so cra- so awful. There's a weird bit where the head that he headbutts the head. Oh yeah. And it was, it was really weird. It was like a, we, the world's rubbish is headbutt, but he just <laughs> have a go. I just found that so bizarre. Um, yeah, and loads of blood and gore, which I like. Total gore fest. Yeah. So there you go. That's um. <clears throat> I thought it was to- total gore fest. Awesome um, special effects. The cat scene was funny as hell. <laughs> uh, I didn't like creepy Doctor Hill. <laughs> you really didn't, did you? <laughs> um, I liked. I like the fact that he takes his head off and all that. I loved all that kind of effecty stuff and that. But yeah, it was cool. It's cool. So from a special effect perspective, we're saying it was a good. It was oh, a, it was a great, yeah, great job. Fantastic. And I'd recommend anybody to go and watch it because it's a, it's it's a kind of like, it's a great film to show what the eighties were like for that sort of effects. Definitely. And that kind of weirdness, which was cool. Yeah. Do you want to hear some Matt's facts? Yeah, we we're in Matt's facts and then we'll rate it afterwards. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, so obviously it was very loosely based on the H.P. Lovecraft book, which was uh, weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently, the special effects department uh, went through twenty-five gallons of blood during the whole shoot. That's quite impressive. A lot of blood because there's quite a lot of blood there is a in the last scene. Um, yeah, the, uh, the director Stuart Gordon originally wanted to shoot the movie in black and white to make it a bit more gritty. He really did like H.P. Logo, and not I'm, I'm glad it wasn't black and white, though. I think it would have lost a lot of the kind of gore features and stuff, especially the serum as well, because apparently they used, for the bottles of serum, they used glow stick. Juice. Really? Yeah. It was so, cool. The serum was cool. That would have lost I a lot think, of yeah, that. Yeah, it would have lost a lot on that. So, But I'm glad they didn't, anyway. Um, this is a weird one. So... You know the guy that played Dr. Hill, was it David Gale? Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> this is weird. This is a weird <laughs> Matt's fact. But the actor David Gale, his wife, divorced him shortly after the film release. And the rumours were that she saw that scene <laughs> and was disgusted with it and divorced him. <laughs> Apparently. I don't, I don't know if I should be laughing or whether it's true or just a rumour. I think she's right to do that. <laughs> it's it's so fucked up. I think she was so creeped out by it that she was like, nah. I can't be associated with this man. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I'd love to know if that's true or not. <laughs> um, it was shot in 18 days, so that's quite good. You can see that. how long bloody films take nowadays. But for the effects and stuff as well, yeah. for that department to be involved, that's very short. Yeah. Did you notice... <laughs> I don't know whether this is, again, true or not. But the, you know the doctor that um, Herbert West kills at the start where the eyes pop out? His name was Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber? From Di- like the guy from Die Hard. Hans Gruber? Hans Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, what else have we got? Um, <laughs> oh, this is really interesting fact, actually. You know the big guy that they don't, the, the, in the morgue, the first one they yeah. animate? That guy who was the body double, uh, he was a body double for Arnold Schwarzenegger um, for over 14 movies, ranging from Terminator to Jingle All the Way. Well, that proves why you don't reanimate then, because he's a bloody huge guy. Yeah, let's pick the biggest guy in the yeah. world. Um, yeah, and this is where I said about earlier. See, the there was a subplot about Dodds Hill and the ability to have mind con- control. 
but a lot of scenes were cut out that they shot to focus on that a little bit more but maybe you're right maybe well yeah you are right obviously what you say but I think they made more of a a kind of thing of it but they cut loads of scenes out because they felt like there was too much in the film alright fair enough I still think I'm pretty right about the laser no, I think thing. you're right but I think that to make it more obvious they cut they put scenes in but then they cut them out because of the because obviously like I didn't really get that I missed it obviously you saw it but then I think they wanted to make it more accessible to fans that would totally get it like simpletons like myself see what I mean so they cut, they cut it out fair enough so you are right but that's what I read up on anyway cool and that's all I got for this week's Matt's Man that's pretty impressive for that movie mate I really did thought you might actually struggle for this one so uh... I'll never struggle <laughs> So what, I want to hear what you're going to rate it because I am I'm going to pull these pieces of crap movies out and make you watch them. Yeah, this is just a start. Um, this is just a start. I don't know. Um, see, I remember seeing it years and years ago, and I didn't love it then. But I think re- watching it recently, I've got way more um, kind of respect for it for what it was and what it does. So I probably, pro- I don't know. You rate it first. I rate Meg first. So. You want me to rate it first? Yeah, go on. I'm not. Um, sure. I mean, I'm. I'm not. I'm not like head over and heels in love with it. It's not going to be in my um, ones to immediately watch again. I'm not going to rush out and watch Beyond Reanimator and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, it was decent. So I'm going to give it a six. Six yeah, out of ten. Yeah, I think you're right. I was a high six just for the effects and stuff like that, and the weirdness. And the very fucking weirdness. <laughs> right then. So that's a reanimator, not our favourite ever uh, uh, movie from the vault, but still definitely worth going out and watching. Sure. Now I'm excited to hear what you've got for next episode. Well, I, I was thinking about a few, but I'm going to stick on the same road, I think, and I'm going to go for House. You're going for House? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That's the one with the hand on the front. Yeah. Okay, and there's five... Five houses? Yeah, you have to watch them all. It's just the first one, mate. I don't own... Okay. I've got it, so you can borrow it off me. All right, cool. I know I've seen it. I know I've seen um, at least... You must have seen it. At least two it. of them. I know I've seen at least two of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, fuck, I don't know what I'm in for, because I haven't seen this oh, in freaking frickin ages. Good. So, yeah, I'm excited. Because, like, I always love, I always love the um, VHS. The VHS Yeah, I love fantastic. the covers. All the films are really pretty cool. Yeah, okay. That's good. You've done good there. Okay, that's I never would have thought you pulled out pulled mm. out house. Fair play. All right, then. Um, uh, so we, oh, I think that's we're coming to an end now. <laughs> um, so sham. Um, what am I doing? I thought, what am I doing? So obviously, I'll, I'll, I'll go through what we're doing next. Um, episode. Yeah. The episode in two weeks' time. We haven't actually discussed what we're what movie we're doing, but we don't need to because next week is fright fest. So you will have lots and lots of goodies from uh, from Fright Fest. Sure. So we we don't know what we're going to pick in terms of our main review. It's just going to be exciting. It's going to be we're watching at least ten movies, I think, yeah. at Fright Fest. Yeah. So well, you're going to you're going to have a whole host of stuff. Sure. Um, we're going to do a few next episode. A few bits from Fright, Fright Fest. Yeah. Definitely. So you'll have that as our our main our main topic of discussion for movie reviews because we're watching so many new ones. Sure. I can tell you a few now that definitely like Chuck Steele, Night of the Trampires could be well up there. <laughs> Uh, Ravers as well is a um, good shout. Upgrade as well looks really good. That's going to get a proper cinema release as well, which is going to be cool. 
So there's a few that we're going that we're going to be end up talking to talking about. Absolutely. Instant in a ghost land as well. Okay. So that's that'll be our main review. Will be fright fest. Um, let's see how long that could be. It'll be three hour bloody podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, Matt pulled out from the bucket our fake. So we're going to discuss. Now I say we're going to discuss our favorite B movies. Now I love B movies, so we may have to change it up slightly and discuss um, uh, worthy, maybe worthy B movies to talk about. It's just so Matt can out, pull a few out of the bucket, but we'll see what God, happens yeah. with that one. And then Matt just uh, revealed our movie from the vault, which is going to sure. be House. House. So yeah. go out and watch that with us because that is um, that is bloody exciting. Yeah, if you've got a copy or you can get it. Uh, I'm not sure if it's on a streaming service. I'm not sure if it's on Shudder or anything like that. It might be worth. I check. didn't see it on. I think didn't see it on Shudder. <sighs> so yeah, you have to read, you have to dig deep for that one. So join us. Talk, um, let us know what you think about. Um, uh, the Meg, if you go and see that, if you go and watch the Re- if you watch the Reanimator, let us know what again what you think about that, and we we'll again post on social media what we're doing our discussions. Keep up to date at Fright Fest. So if you want to join us on uh, social media, this is where you can. Um, on Twitter, you can join us on at Draw One Last Breath Podcast at Draw One Last, um, or you can search for us on Facebook um, by the podcast name Draw One Last Breath Podcast. You can find us on um, Instagram at uh, draw one last breath podcast or if you want to ask any beautiful questions we love an email send us some questions via email um at draw one last breath pod at hotmail.com and i guess there's only one more thing to say when there's no more room in hell here's another podcast <laughs>